there is a difference between providing great customer service and being treated like a doormat. It was something that I was discussing with my members inside CRE Success Membership last week, which was actually prompted by something that was on the podcast that is the inspiration for today's topic. So I wanna talk to you about where the line is between providing great service and being treated like a doormat on today's show. Welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Check us out online at cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. And now here's your host, Darren Krakowiak. Hello and welcome to episode 110 of CRE Success, the podcast. My name is Darren Krakowiak. I help commercial real estate leaders to develop their people and also to grow their business. If you enjoy the show, I would love it if you could let someone else know about the show because that helps more people find the content, which gives us the motivation to keep on producing more episodes. So if you know somebody who would benefit from the show and you enjoy it yourself, let them know about CRE Success, the podcast. So today we're talking about not being treated like a doormat for yourself and also for your team. If you manage people, you want to be able to let them know about some principles that can encourage them to be empowered so they're treated with respect and they know where to draw the line in terms of how they will be treated by clients and prospects in the marketplace. And a couple of episodes ago, I spoke about being stood up for a meeting. And I was talking about how when we show up more, the odds simply suggest that sooner or later, we're more likely to be stood up for a meeting because occasionally that happens. And one of my members inside CRE Success Membership asked me, well, what would I have done if, for example, it happened again? Or you know, would I have met with that person again? So I, I thought I would just share with you some of my thinking around that and then also share with you how you can handle these situations better, whether it's a specific situation like I'm talking about or something similar where you're kind of put to the test in terms of your patience and the way that other people are treating you. So would I have given this person another chance if I was stood up for a meeting? I think if they reached out to me and they attempted to reschedule, I'd be happy to give them a pass for not having turned up to the meeting because everyone makes mistakes and if they're willing to extend that olive branch, then I'd be willing to accept it and see if we could go again. Now, if they did do it again, I think I would be once bitten twice shy in that I probably wouldn't be expecting as much from them. So it wouldn't matter as much if they did it to me again. I would be just like, okay, well, obviously they're not who I thought they were. Now, if they apologized a second time, maybe I would get over it. But I guess if they did it a third time, that would be three strikes and you're out. Now, whatever your limit is, I think you want to know what your limit is and stick to it. Consider what's fair and have a think about when someone is acting in a way which is inconsistent with how you want to be treated or how you would treat others, is there some misalignment of values? And also, if they're not willing to do something basic, such as let you know if they're not able to make an appointment that you've set, then perhaps they're not respecting your role in the process. And that could say something about what it might be like to work with them in the future. Now, one other situation I've been in which came up in uh, the discussion I had with members last week was, and this was from one of my bosses from the second job I had in commercial real estate. He told me that 
and his rule was 20 minutes. I extended it to, uh, well, I let it run for 30. He said to me, if, if he goes to a meeting and he's there to visit at the client's office and they keep him waiting for more than 20 minutes, then he'll just get up and walk out. And something like that happened to me it was last year, I think it was, and it, it got up to 30 minutes and I hadn't really been informed of what was going on. I think the secretary or the receptionist had come out and acknowledged the fact that I was still waiting, but not really given me any explanation about where the person was, who I was meeting, and whether there was going to be a longer wait or a shorter wait or whatever. And after 30 minutes, I guess I went to reception and I said, I've waited for 30 minutes. Let the person know that I was here. Thank you. And say it politely without frustration and then just walk out. And as it happened, about two minutes after I'd walked out, the person called me, very, very sorry, please come back. I want to see you. And so I went back and I let him know that, look, if I'm waiting for more than 30 minutes without an explanation, then I've just decided to leave. And he thought, yeah, well, fair enough. So having rules like that can help you deal with the situation because you've got an exit. You're not just sitting there and waiting and waiting and waiting and wondering what's going to happen. I think another couple of things to keep in mind, one is don't take it personally, right? It's not personal against you when it does happen. Uh, Do have self-respect and don't let people walk all over you, but also don't overreact. And whether it's people miss, uh, you know, not remembering that they do have an appointment with with you, I nearly forgot what to say or how to speak for a moment, or whether it's people just ghosting you when you feel like you've gotten into a conversation with them that's going well, and then you don't hear back from them. I think nowadays people are just a little bit more likely to do that. And if that happens, so whether it's, for example, someone not turning up for a meeting or whether you've been in a conversation, an ongoing correspondence or meeting with people and then they just ghost you, I think sending them a quick note just to sort of let them know that you know what's happened without it being said in a way which is accusatory or letting them know that you're upset, but just saying, hey, it looks like you weren't able to make the meeting today or it seems like this project's not a priority for you anymore. Uh, let me know if you'd like to discuss it in the future or whatever the case might be. And then you just make them a not now prospect. So the same way as you would treat someone who you had spoken to and the conversation didn't go anywhere because they weren't ready to speak to you or they had another uh, service provider in place or whatever the case might be, you just put them into your CRM and you come back to them later if you want to. And I think that's really the way to deal with it. So how can you handle a situation like this or something similar if it happens to you? As I mentioned on the episode a couple of weeks ago is see it like a test. I already mentioned that I think about what is it that I can do in this situation that will help me handle it better now and also how can I handle this situation better in the future. And for me, if I can feel myself getting upset, then that's an indication that I need to detach from what's going on and not be so emotional about it because when our emotions go up, our intellect goes down. Now, for you, it may not be around feeling angry. There could be some other emotion that you're feeling or some other reason why you're triggered. It might be a feeling of self-doubt. It could be frustration. It could be fear. It could be anxiety. It could be impatience. But whatever it is, your job is to get control of those emotions and those feelings before they start controlling you and before they start negatively impacting your behavior. So when you feel your emotions trying to take control, ask yourself, as in it is a test, 
What is this challenge, this moment, this test preparing me for? And how will me successfully dealing with it make me better equipped to deal with something more important in the future? As I mentioned at the top of the episode, if you are a leader, I think letting people in your team know about how you deal with those situations based on your experience can also help them be equipped to deal with those situations. It also lets them know that they've got the permission to, for example, if they turn up for a meeting and the counterpart doesn't turn up for 20 or 30 minutes without explanation, that they have the right to walk out of that meeting or to stop waiting for that meeting to commence and that you're okay with that. And if you're able to When you're in that situation, access that logical part of your brain and shut down the emotional response that you might be feeling, you're not only going to react better in the moment, but I think you'll be better capable of handling it in the future because your brain will be, one, trained to deal with the situation better, but two, you'll also remember how you dealt with it before. It'll be like, oh, I know how to deal with this. I'm supposed to walk out after 30 minutes, politely tell the receptionist that I can't wait any longer and let it go. So this is one of the 10 more ways to kill it in commercial real estate that I told you about last week. If you go to cresuccess.co forward slash more, you can register to be the first to be informed about when we go live with this special event. We've rolled it out for our members and for one of our corporate clients this week and we'll be offering it for free to our wider network very soon and I would love for you to be part of it. So go to cresuccess.co forward slash more to register your interest to attend 10 more ways to kill it in commercial real estate. That is our episode for you today. Thank you so much for listening and I will speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to CRE Success, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, Make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. For more information about the show, just check the show notes on your podcast app or visit us online at cresuccess.co.